Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hello everyone, welcome to The Break Room, a Superstore fan podcast. I'm your host, DJ Unlio, here with your great, amazing co-hosts, Casey George. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And Jordan Wiegand. Hello. Today, we are talking the finale, Season 3, Episode 22, Town Hall. This episode was directed by Matt Son and written by Jonathan Green, Gabe Miller, Justin Shanes, and Spitzer. This episode aired the 3rd of May, 2018. All right, the synopsis. As the store prepares to host a company-wide town hall meeting, Amy and Jonah are forced to put their conflicts aside and rally their co-workers to confront the CEO. Meanwhile, Glenn struggles with the pressures of speaking to a global audience. Initial thoughts. Man. Oh, I was just wow. smiling throughout this whole episode. That's that's just that's just what I was doing. Uh, it was uh, I was starting to wonder if we were gonna get any Amy and Joe, because <laughs> it was like five minutes left in the show, and I'm like, okay, uh, nothing has really been moving on that front. Um, and then Jonah started <laughs> moving on her front, so it was uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, at first I was like, man, this is all about getting Myrtle back. Uh, but yeah, it was a good episode. I thought it was a great episode. I thought I thought it ended the season the best way it possibly could with everything that's happened the last several weeks. Um, right. I know, especially on the subreddit, there's been a lot of back and forth about some things, but I think under the circumstances, this may have been the best possible way to end the season and carry us going into next season. And I have some thoughts about next season as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, I I think they, it was definitely, uh, uh, Justin Spitzer had said it was going to be like an explosive finale. Like he, he did say there was something big that was going to happen. And I don't think we saw that one coming. Mm-mm. And um, it did. So yeah, good job, guys. Um, gotta love Garrett. Starting off, gotta love Garrett. Great advice from oh. Garrett to start the episode off. <laughs> um, don't date your co-workers don't move in with them and don't dump the co-workers that you've moved in with and dated um, it's kind of like a wise old man man. Uh, yeah poor, I think he had some of the best moments in the episode poor Kelly um, heartbroken dumping uh, Jonah's belongings in a free pile there at the store um I, I, I hate to say this, I would like to have seen more from Kelly this episode. Um, right, I don't think she enough. she only got a few minutes of screen time in general, and her story with Jonah, I get it, they broke up. It still just left a lot of loose ends for me, and I really would like to have seen something else with them. Um, and I know they were trying to fit the whole CEO thing in there, and that kind of, like, they didn't have... There was really only one subplot in this whole episode, and that was the CEO visit. 
Um, like you said, Jordan, there was only like what the last three or four minutes of Amy and Jonah's uh, right. tension, and mm-hmm. like thirty eight seconds of like Kelly and Jonah. That was it. Um, I just wish I could have seen more from the fallout from them. Like maybe one more episode where they kind of dealt with this more and then maybe moved to the CEO thing would have been better. For yeah, me. yeah. So maybe if they had had uh, them break up the episode before last, and then Amy and Jonah could have still had their fallout last week. And yeah, like, you would have had you would have had last week to also handle Kelly with Jonah. So, or just like one more episode where they could have kept everything going. Right. The Amy and Jonah had their fallout last week. This week we kind of deal more with the aspect of Kelly and Jonah's breakup and how that's interacting with everybody in the store and people picking sides and things and maybe more preparations that are going in for a CEO to come and visit your store. And then we could have had the finale, which led to what we had. Just, just my thoughts. Obviously I don't write for Hollywood. If I did, I wouldn't be here on this podcast, but my two cents. That's all. Um, They fit, they fit a lot into this episode. They did. Um, and you can tell from that very short intro that they need they needed to do that super short intro to fit it into yes. the episode. Yeah, they didn't even have time for a cold open. It was just like here's that, stuff that was, stuff. That done. was the cold open, yeah. That was it. Right. Yeah, that was that um, was it. <laughs> but not like a traditional yeah, not a traditional longer uh Yeah. Open. Right. It's um, like we got stuff to get to. Bam. Let's do it. We got we gotta go, guys. Come on, let's go. Uh the they're in the break room. They're talking. The list of off limits topics in the break room is great. Yes, yeah, they're all stuff from this season. So n- not all of it from this season. Most of them. Most of them. So I have it. <laughs> uh, the off limits topics that they had were compensation, uh-huh. CEO bonus, right. benefits, maternity leave, hours, corpse in wall. Which side note. I'm sure anybody who's a fan who's been on the subreddit has seen it posted about 2,600 <laughs> times over the last week. That's actually happened in a store in this country. Really? Um, mm. Yeah, they, they actually found a corpse in a wall. Like, it's on this, trust me, it's on the subreddit. If you go on there, you're going to find several stories that lead to it. Um, but yeah, it's like real life. Like, yeah, they found a corpse in a wall in a store. <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of store it was. Also but, a reference to Sal, yeah. 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 Um, cup farting video. Myrtle, which we will get to in one second. Rat video. Retail dime? Question mark. And then after they started talking about, uh, hold on, what, what it, uh, Garrett's, Garrett's words of, oh yeah, he's definitely played the most dangerous game. They added yeah. hunting humans <laughs> to uh, the off-limits <laughs> topics. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure he's probably hunted humans. He's played the most dangerous game. And uh, I I know they had to do it, but if they didn't put Myrtle on that list, they never would have had to investigate, and it probably would not have been a big deal. Like I, I know the right they had to, they had to put it out there somehow, but like really, Laurie, if she never puts Myrtle on that list, then this whole situation doesn't happen in that way. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. The episode goes, Joan and Amy do know each other very well because Amy even tried, oh, you know me so well? What, what, what am I doing here? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because you 
it sounded weird that they talked about Myrtle, so yeah, I'm trying to figure out why. Um, yeah, they know each other pretty well. It's pretty cool. Um, we did find out Myrtle's last name later. I just can't remember what it was. Old woman, right? Well, no, because <laughs> so well, as they're looking, like she's like, you don't even know her last name. What are you looking at, Amber Myrtle? Uh, he's like, yeah, she's just under Myrtle Old in my phone, which I love. <laughs> Because in people's phones, they'll put stuff like that. Like, yeah. you guys in my phone are DJ and Jordan. Put, uh, uh, parentheses, podcast. I don't have another DJ or Jordan in my phone, so I could probably just leave you guys there as DJ and Jordan. <laughs> but I do, in case there's a second one that comes along in my life, I know which that ones they are. more to you. Yeah, that means more to you than <laughs> us, apparently. <laughs> I know what it is, so like it has podcasts next to it. You know, um, I, I see. Um, I see Myrtle Old as having an E at the end of the old, like e- even older. Because <laughs> that's how old oldie, yeah. oldie. Um. Uh, but yeah, so that you know, they're looking it up. Uh, I love as they're moving along. Um, Brett, this episode they showed Brett several times. Mm-hmm. Right, wearing um, the shirt from Jonah's uh, bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. <laughs> Which, up until this episode, I did not know Jonah was Jewish. Right. Doesn't make a difference, but I just, it hadn't been brought up before. I didn't know. I don't even know what his last name is. Speaking of which, I just, I don't know. Um, I'm not even sure. I'm sure they mentioned it at some point. I just don't ever recall what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. But I love Brett. I think Brett is my favorite character. Just because of the situations they put him in, I want to know more about this man. Mm-hmm. Um, we need a Brett origin story. I need something on this dude. Like this dude, I, something tells me this dude has like an epic story behind. It. I want more Brett in my life. Um, uh, I would like to have seen Tate in this episode too. Yeah. Like signing off for the season, it would have been great. Yeah. Um, so they're looking through Myrtle's papers, and she's been written up a ton of times in the last, what, six months? Um, including once as wearing gang paraphernalia. Gang colors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and we find out later Jeff uh, knew she wasn't a crip, but it just hit me, and I had to pause it and laugh because the name Myrtle the Turtle now has a new meaning. Yeah, like uh, maybe that was actually maybe that was her gang call sign. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we we did get to see Kelly again uh, with Carol. Um, right. Yeah. She got dark pretty quick. She she, she now, went unhinged. <laughs> how, how do you how do you guys read this? Because I I took it differently than what some people on Twitter were taking it. Uh, because of her look after Carol ran off, I think she, I thought she was doing it just to scare Carol. Yeah, I think she was just right. trying yeah. to scare Carol off. I don't think she was. Some serious people, about... some people thought she was like. Some people were like, I knew she was just as crazy as Carol or crazier, and I was like, yeah. No, I think you misread that. It was. Like, I don't think she's really gonna make meth and put it in Jonah's sock. Like, right. I, I don't see that happening. <laughs> um, that's just me. I, I could be wrong, but it could be a good twist for next season. You never know. <laughs> um. 
So Jeff apparently doesn't have the Subaru anymore. I guess he couldn't afford it. Right. He has it a looked like Ford. He, it looked like he had a, it was looked like a Taurus. <laughs> um, which Probably Ford is no longer the, <laughs> Well Ford is no longer gonna make anymore. Um, uh, side note. Ford said yeah. they're only gonna make starting next year two passenger cars. Um, the Mustang and one other car, and everything else will be SUVs and trucks. Um, they're getting they're getting out of the actual car business. Um, hmm. Just just for the people out there. Interesting. Well, um, my, he he's part of a ride share, but that car looked pretty old. <laughs> yeah, because I I tried to sign up for Uber before, and it had to be within like the last five year model year or something like that. It, that car looked a little older than that. I don't know. What, um, I know yeah, yeah. certain. I know for sure. Like Lyft, it can be like ninety nine now. Uh, uh, model ninety nine, like ninety nine and uh, and uh, newer. Because my okay. friend used to ride for Lyft, so. Because right. I know um, with yeah with Uber, it's very specific. Like it has to be within a certain time frame. So like it might even be like within the last five or six years or something. Or they give you a year, but it's. Old, but it's still it's still like within the two thousands or something. Like we're not going back to yeah. like a century for calls. Yeah. Well, regardless, Jeff really, really, really loves his rideshare. So yeah, he loves those <laughs> Spotify playlists from the fans. Oh um, man. Yeah. Uh, what, what was yeah. the uh, uh, what was the guy's name that she comes over? Alejandro. Asking, oh yeah, Alejandro. Yeah, he's a five star. Right. I'm guessing Jeff is not a five star. No, <laughs> you know he's. I'm so, guessing <laughs> three and a half, four maybe. Four. He's probably four. I, I, I'm going to get to Jeff in a minute. Lower, I would give him a much a lower star rating. Yeah. Um, to, just a heads up, you might have to do you might have to do some extra work here in a couple minutes when we get to Jeff there, Jordan. Um, uh, Definitely. So they, they, they start, they put their plan in motion, which doesn't have a lot of planning. Um, no. Everyone's able to poke holes like, what about this? Uh, we didn't plan on that. Uh, what about this? Eh, that, that's another part we got to plan on. Uh, yeah. their, their planning is not too well. Um, and I'm guessing Kelly wasn't in on the plan at all because she was not in that scene. Um, they had a few random co-workers back there who, you know, uh, just kind of worked there, the stand-ins or the, the extras. But Kelly wasn't there. Very f- frustrating. If they're going to rally everyone together, they probably should have rallied Kelly in that too. Even if she could have just thrown a couple more barbs at Jonah down the Mm-hmm. Like oh, just like we had <laughs> planned to go do stuff together, and you can't, you know, like it, I don't know, could have, could have, could have, do some more in there. Um, yeah, yeah, the whole warehouse scene was gold. Yeah, you know, uh, from Todd's beautiful <laughs> wife, who's Nordic, and Jeff and Myrtle on the speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, the nobody phone. told them that they're on there. Yeah, which I didn't yeah. like. I didn't even know there was a phone. That, like there was a speakerphone right. call going on till Jeff shows up. But at least Dean is like, yeah, I stand behind what I said. Like, she wasn't backing down. She doesn't trust anyone named Jeff at all. And especially, he's not even in the top Jeffs. (laughs) I'm right here. Yeah, I stand behind what I said. And then poor Myrtle. uh, I I don't know. It it, it had some comedy to it. it Yeah. Yeah, you you see Marcus' mouth to Glenn in the background after... After Myrtle hears hears his distor, he's just like, I don't even know. Like, I just give up. <laughs> yeah, but he but we'll get to Marcus in a second because he hasn't given up. He's still trying, and I love doubling that guy. down. Yeah, oh, he's he's um, tripling. Man, he's betting betting the betting the farm. 
Elias getting caught in the in the the, the tape, the rope there. I don't know whatever it is. I don't know what those things are called <laughs> where they they cordon stuff off while yeah. putting on the Ritz is being played over the loudspeaker. Um, I don't know if putting on the Ritz has any significance, but it just added to it. I loved it. Right. Uh, um. So now they got to get Lori's phone. Um. So they they try to come up with a seating chart, which she she's just like I don't care. Um, which I'm not buying because I think she probably would have put together some sort of seating chart to put their model employees up front, maybe their best looking people. I don't know. I'm probably looking at this yeah. from my my managerial portion as well. Um, and they probably would have had pre screen questions. So I highly doubt like anybody. Um, like a guy in a haggard old beard would have been able to get up. And I have a question. Um, I think they probably would have only had certain people and certain questions. But anyway, um, then it gets to the question of, is Laurie a lesbian? Because um, Amy's still trying to distract her. Because she was golfing with another woman, yeah. is <laughs> Amy's um, excuse. <laughs> that just brings up a really, like, as I'm thinking about it now, like, that could be something moving forward. I don't know. Um, could be. Um, I think it can make for good television, possibly. Um, I, I don't know if I want to see any more Lori, though, but I'm sure we will. She she um, does have the best facial expressions. Though. I don't. She, I don't, she says a she, lot with her face. She shows a lot without saying anything. Yes. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, Jonah sucks at searching for stuff. Yeah. It took him. Way too long to find that phone. Sweet it's in the baby front pocket. Jesus. It's the first place you look. <laughs> yeah, you, you do a quick pat down to try and see if you can get the shape of a phone out. Like, sweet baby Jeebus, man. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah, this this scene and and the next, uh, the scene that's happening is what? The Dina Sanders stuff. It, it kind of felt like a clumsy Ocean Eleven Ish, like, I got um, I got the same vibe, the Ocean's Eleven vibe, like a horrible Ocean's Eleven plan gone awry. Yeah, I think even the music was like I don't know, it just felt. I, I felt think like, I think the music kind of made me fit into that same thing too, but I was just like, yeah, poor Jeff in the box. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't stab him in the head, poking a hole in the box. Um, Sandra with the forklift in the back. And somehow the guy just isn't, is totally, the security guard's totally oblivious to the fact there's a forklift doing donuts behind him. Yeah, he would hear that. Uh, the yes, he would. Playing yeah. over there. <laughs> yes, he would absolutely know there's a forklift doing that behind him. But <laughs> it's so awesome. Why would the security guard really care? Because he's the one that works there usually, right? Why would, why would he care that they're bringing in a box of, like, merchandise, like? Why would he even care if they were trying to sneak Jeff in in the first place? That's, he might be behind it. Maybe yeah. he might have liked Myrtle. Like him and right. Myrtle, like, look, we know Myrtle had a thing. She might have tried to hook up with him at some point. You never know. Like uh, Myrtle was racist. Uh, <laughs> she did, was, but you never know. We did learn one thing, though. Um, Dina is infinitely better at BSing than Amy. <laughs> oh, sweet yeah. baby Jesus. She's talking about milk and different kinds of milk they can make and Sanders kicking Jeff in the head in the box and it's just like dude well, um, Jeff will retroactively deserve it so it's fine 
yeah. yeah. Once again, <laughs> you might have to do some extra work here in a second. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, they get a hold of her phone, and they're looking through her stuff. So my first question, before we even get to the contents of her phone, how did they log in? Every modern smartphone now has either a fingerprint sensor or you need a pin or some sort of swipe code. And especially if you're doing any sort of corporate thing on it, like I have on mine, sometimes the password protections are a little more stringent. So how do they get into her phone? If she has corporate it. email on her phone, gonna say, yeah, there's going to be some sort of protection. Restriction on mine. I, 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 they keep telling me to put a passcode on it, and I just keep saying no. If I, I like, so I have, it's called BYOD, bring your own device for my job. And I can look at my email and I can look at sales and I can do all kinds of stuff from work for my phone because I'm a salaried member of management. I have, it has to have password or like fingerprint protection on it. Like there's no other way. Cloud nine's behind the time. That has to happen. I got it. I got it. I got a solution. She has an iPhone X. And usually with managers of that high level, they have a headshot. So <laughs> iPhone X has facial recognition. They took one of her headshots and put it to the phone. That, that is a distinct possibility. I, I will give you that. <laughs> that. That could be the only way. But if that's the case, I think that would have been interesting to see. Like, like I could, once again, because we know their planning's not that good. Like, this, this could have been like an hour-long episode. They didn't right? have enough time. And... This could have been this could have been a great situation of, okay, we got our phone. Yeah. How do we get in? Oh man, I don't know. Like I can see them trying to figure this out. Okay, and once again, if you put the password in or something too many times, it's gonna lock you out. Yeah. So I can see them getting to like the last possible one. Oh yeah. hey, and like you said, it, it's an iPhone X. Hey, let's hold up her headshot and see if it works. Maybe, maybe that'll work. But then again, maybe that'll give people something to right. try on other people's phones and. and Maybe they didn't want to go yeah. that route, but and, and again, <laughs> again, it's they had a ton to fit into this episode, so yeah, it's like we'll just skip that all together and just yeah. Once again, that's my practical side, and I know you and some of the listeners probably hate that where I bring these weird things out, but that's my practical side of like, okay, they got a phone, <laughs> but there's no way they're getting into that thing. Um, her her emails um are crazy, um because. Unless they have a combination of personal and her professional email, um, I highly doubt she's getting Postmates delivered through her work email. Um, she's doing Postmates orders through her work email. I highly doubt that's possible. Um, she's <laughs> doing a whole lot of Postmates ordering, as we found out, including three the night before. Um, I think po- was Postmates a food delivery service? Yep. Oh, my um, sister does something like that. I, I, I think I, I think I've read on that before. I don't have it. Actually, I, might, I might have it in my ear. I'm gonna have to check on that in a few minutes after we get off the podcast. See if I have Postmates. I don't know because I'm fat, and lazy, and I would love to have food just delivered to me all the time. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. I'm not gonna lie to you on that. Um, all I know, hey, you give me the right thing, baby. I'm gonna have a stew going. Um, so yeah, like they bring up good points, like. Well, what are we going to look for? Look for discrimination and old ageism. Sure, we're gonna we're gonna right. do our dirt on the corporate email server and put that word discri- purposefully discriminate. Like we're gonna put that in the email title. Blow hard. Like like come on. 
Um, but yeah, they had to figure that out. Um, Garrett is a technological genius. The man doesn't give enough get enough credit for all he does. Oh. Amen. Amen. Yeah, really, he could have a job doing something else. Um, he. He, but remember, he just doesn't try. Like he's even said, he just doesn't try. He's, he's like, I'm not, you know. Um, I like he, he figures out how to how to get the camera hooked up in case they they cut off the feed, which comes into play here shortly. <laughs> um, and he brings it up, and I know I'm gonna bring this up again, but that look. And his comment is one of the reasons be a why, episode I, without it. <laughs> why I hate Mateo. He makes up for it in a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very proud of that man. But, like, him and Cheyenne, like, I just, like, I cringed at that one. Like, really? Really? Did somebody ask you to do that? <laughs> yeah. And, the, and just that dirty look he gave him. And I'm like, really? This dude's at least trying to help with the plan. You right. guys are just sitting there gossiping. Um, possible title for our episode: Jane Austen Superman <laughs> Convention picks. Yeah. Oh my I would, gosh! I would have to look at those pictures. Not gonna lie, I would have to open that. That would be the first thing I would open up as I'm looking through her uh, her email. That's definitely our episode title. That's for um, sure. So, Glenn meets the CEO, and I think this is a callback to another episode. Um, guy says, "Oh, I've heard a lot about you." Uh, Glenn just gets befuddled because he's already shook up because he's got to speak in front of who knows how many people, and we find out there's another Glenn that works there who is black. Is this the other Glenn with one end that is in Dina's phone that she had to call and send the email call to and say, "Oh, <laughs> when she said she was pregnant, that it wasn't yeah, his." Um, Garrett. I, Oh shoot, Casey, you're crazy! <laughs> look, look, as I'm sitting there watching this, and he's like, "We have another Glenn that works here," and I was like, "Really?" And it would make sense that Dina might have his number in her phone because she is one of the managers. He's priced to get hold of employees, and then she's Good like, stuff. "You know," and then he's like, "Oh, well, but he's black." And then I'm like, "I can see that. I can. We we know Dina's." We know Dean is down with the swirl as it is. She she had a nice little thing with uh, Garrett. So I like as I'm piecing this together, I'm like, I wonder, is that the other Glenn in her phone? It makes sense. It's a possibility. Just throwing that out there. Next season, I want to see this other Glenn. That's all I'm saying. I don't know who we can get to play that guy. I want to see another Glenn. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think we know the answer, but who farted? It was, it was Glenn. I'm almost positive it was Glenn. But that was so. I did not see I that put portion it against, coming. I wouldn't put it against um, the CEO doing it, uh, and then trying to pass it off as Glenn. No, he seems, and, and that's what. That's right. the only reason I asked because he does seem like the dirty kind of guy who would do that, and especially because he's the CEO, like he he can right. pass it off to his underling. But then Glenn was like, I, I think it was Glenn because I think he even brought it over to Garrett. It was like, he did. And then he wafted it with me over here or something, whatever he said. Um, so once again, my practical side is going to come out. I'm sure his speech would have been written and probably pre screened. 
But I really want to know what would have been in his speech. Um, like, that, that would be interesting to see. Um, Marcus gets to speak to the CEO. I love this man. And at this point, I think he's only trying I love this to man. get... He's only trying to get, uh, like, the CEO's experience uh, to answer this question... And he doesn't even have the thought that they'll carry it until the CEO misreads it as that. And he's like, oh, is that like... <laughs> I, I think you're right. I did not piece this? this... I, I didn't piece this together until you just said this. I think you are 100% correct, especially considering several episodes ago they were wondering about his IQ and they could possibly get a tax break on it. So I don't think he was smart enough to try and ask the CEO to carry his boob cheese yeah, in all of his stores. It. Especially considering he mentioned exactly. every competitor. Right. Like this would be great for Walmart and Target and Costco. So this would be exactly. all of Cloud9 Cloud Nine's competitors. Yeah. Um, I just love the CEO. Are you asking me to carry human He's cheese like, oh. in my store? <laughs> And look, I think it hits Marcus like, yeah, let's do this, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I, I love Marcus. We need more Marcus next season, too. I really want to see him interact with that group more. Him and Sandra are really, they've really done a great job with those two characters this season. And um, bravo to that staff and bravo to those two actors. Um, Bravo to the writers for making the the tunnel have significance in the finale. I didn't even think about that until like mm-hmm. now. Like, yeah, they like that's one of those things we talked about before where they have many different throwaways that we don't see till the very end. You right. sir are a genius. Because um, I did not, I had not thought about the tunnel. I forgot that they had used the tunnel yeah. earlier in their thing. At least they know their way around with the tunnel now. Um, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's quite there is awesome. Um, see, they could have popped up like a magician named Gob and just like could have had the final <laughs> countdown playing. It would have been great. Um, <laughs> Dina is fantastic at stalling. I don't know what kind of story she's told. She went from the fact that, that St. Louis was made for river-based trade. She's singing Danny Boy. She's talking about who knows what. Like... Yeah filibustering yeah. yeah yeah she dude if she she needs to go to congress because she can filibuster anything like she would be she would be on that congress floor and everything just all right what's happening out um yeah her yeah her she would do it it would be awesome i'm just wondering like how come they tried to really shut her down at that point i i, I don't know like because this is being streamed worldwide and they're just letting her run the show. Uh, yeah. So I'm surprised they didn't have like somebody just come take the mic. <laughs> it's and like, they were probably... Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Dina Smith goes to Washington. Right. And, and you know they were sitting this... People are th- sitting there thinking, her? Yeah. And everybody's just like, yeah, her. Um, so I'm going to give you fair warning here, uh, Jordan. You might have to bleep this out. I'm going to clean this up as much as I can. Oh, explicit tag. Jeff is a rat bastard. <laughs> Jeff, that oh, is really the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm just giving That's you fair fine. warning. We you can, might have to bleep it out. <laughs> Jeff is a rat bastard. Um, when he 
He finally gets the email information, and he comes up, and especially when the CEO doesn't even know who he is, right? I'm thinking, he's going to come through. Like, he's going to do this. And I'm about to be proud of this man. And then once they realize what he's doing, and they put a stall on it, and they're like, oh, I would love to get you back. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, don't do this, Jeff. Please don't do this. And you can see Jonah in the background with that business school knowledge of his can see exactly what's happening as it's playing out. And then I love the oh, side note. I love the fact that he did have Sal's name tag on. And damn it, Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> damn it. Cheyenne. Oh, man. One of the best moments of the season. I loved that. Probably. She's great, and I love that character so much. But yeah, right. just I'm just, the, I'm just watching that. Like, I, damn I it, Cheyenne, really? She's the only one that's shocked there. Like, and she knew the plan going in. Um, I I guess the the corporate headquarters is in Chicago. I'm thinking. Um, I, I, that's the only thing I could kind of gather from this. When he brings up, we could use a guy like you in Chicago. Or maybe their district. It's either that or he's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe they lost a district manager and there's an opening. In, like, or maybe he's area. just trying to get him away from that area, like to at least, so I don't know. But I, I'm I'm thinking, I could see like Cloud9's headquarters being in Chicago. Like that, somehow to me, that makes sense. Doesn't mean it's accurate, but to me it makes sense. Um, Just like. Dina, I'm never trusting a Jeff again. Um, they're all going to be rat bastards to me from this point forward. I just can't can't do it. Um, but I, as much as I may not like this man, I have to give Mateo a ton of credit because he turned him away for a kiss of dead. He even he was disgusted at Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I know how much he values his lifestyle and the fact that, you know, Jeff was making a very good salary as a district manager and he's probably going to be making that again. Um, that would help him out greatly. And so he'd be able to floss and have all his fancy things and all. But even the fact that he was disgusted by what Jeff did, like, showed me his cat, like, his true character. So I'm, I'm proud of Mateo for that. Like, wow. he did a good thing there. High five. I, I cannot take that away from the man. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that was a big moment. And I think this will come in in a few minutes when we talk about next season. I think I think that's going to have some play in next season as well. Um, just my thoughts going forward. Um, I need to, I need to go to this photo lab. Oh, because this photo, there, there's something electric in the air in this photo lab. It's it's um, apparently <laughs> remember guys it's called the bang room so is it they yeah. brought that up in, the, in like season one or something didn't they yeah yeah something like that um there's like some love potion number nine in in, in the photo lab I don't know maybe the chemicals in the photo lab I don't know what's going is it, on is your but, photo lab the hookup spot nah I, I, the super center I worked at no there was no hooking up in the photo lab there but that's what I'm saying maybe they got some different chemicals going on. I don't know, but there's plenty of action going on in that photo lab, and I need to I need to check this place out because. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I watched this on Hulu. Um, 
as you guys know, that's that's my thing of choice. I was working, so I couldn't watch it live on DirecTV now. Apparently, there was like a sexual situation warning at the beginning of the episode. Um, yep. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were saying. I didn't pay I didn't pay attention to it, but I heard people say it on Twitter while I was watching it. I was l- watching. It yeah, like- uh, so maybe maybe it wasn't like a full warning. Maybe it was just one of those. You know how like the TV rating thing pops up, like TV thirteen or whatever. Maybe there was because I think there is one in there for like sexual situations or something, like SC or. Yeah, it'd be like TV, uh, TV um, fourteen, like yeah, LV is for language of violence, language um, violence, S-word. something like that. So I, I think maybe that's what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that happened. Um, there was definitely a a, a sexual scene in this episode. Um, yeah, blurred they blurred out, out uh, Jonah's naked behind. Did, um, okay, yeah, I thought I okay. No, yeah, you 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 saw a very pale, blurry uh, dot there from from Jonah's behind. Um, I, you know what? I can't say I'm mad at that. Um, like you said earlier, Jordan, they they, they put uh, they only got what like three or four minutes of Amy and Jonah together, like trying to right. figure hash out their differences. Um, I think they did it in the realest way possible. Like, like I, I've I've had blow ups with people before, and like. At some point, maybe the less said is better, and you just look, man. Sorry, we let this go. Are we good? Like that? That's really all you can say. Um, it's not like other TV shows we have these long, drawn out conversations. Sometimes, um, I, I think that's the best way possibly to handle that. Like, hey, are, are we good? Um, can we move mm-hmm. forward? Um, she agreed. Yeah, let's just start over. And Fresh start. Yeah, you know what? That's very realistic. That's very adult of them. Say, you know what? Hey. We got these things out. Um, let's move forward. And uh, he he took his chance. Um, he he laid one on Amy. Um, and uh, once again, that photo and then that photo down. lab is electric because yeah. that one kiss led to some uh, led le- led to some situations there. Uh, wow, which right. in turn got streamed worldwide um, because yeah. as soon as they turned off the camera. Garrett's invention or his little thing kicked in and it started streaming again. Um, which I have thoughts on. I have theories on that going forward. But um, so everybody from Mumbai to Shanghai and I think they had Paris, um, a few other places, were watching uh, some a love connection happen. And then the season ends fittingly, I think, with Garrett saying, hey, Guys, look what's on the look what's on TV. Um, <laughs> Just wait until Kelly walks over there. <laughs> so that's that's one thought I have. Um, we know she was there because she was in the angry mob uh, against Jeff at the end, which is weird because she wasn't involved in the entire plan the rest of the time. So I don't know why she was with the angry mob um, that was mad at Jeff at the end. I guess they had to have some people out on the floor. I guess, but but they had to... Uh, while they were going over the plan. I, I get it, but I don't know. Once again, my, my practical side, maybe they just wanted to give her a couple extra minutes of screen time or something. I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, so if she sees, if she sees that, um, she might she might try and take it out on Amy. She might, she might try and, and put her down. The only thing that might help Amy is she's pregnant. Um, but, wow. Um... That would definitely be gut wrenching. I'm, I'm sure she knows. 
I'm sure she already knows that it's not going to take long for those two to hook up. Though. Yeah. Um, she knows the whole history. She knows they're, you know, they had stuff tension there. I'm sure she knows those two are going to end up together. Um, I'm curious to see what happens with the next season, though. Do you guys think? Do you think Kelly comes back? Even maybe just for an episode to tie uh, something up and then goes off, or I think that's, yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping she's back full time, but, um, just because I'd love to see where they could actually. I don't want another like how we've talked before about the office. Karen just walks right out. She gets moved to a different branch. The cousin Oliver thing, I'd where like she just disappears more... and walks up the stairs and that's it. Right. I would just love. Love to see more about like how Kelly would handle that. Maybe even see Kelly with somebody else. Um, changes to her character because of this. You know, uh, apparently she was recently divorced and she just got screwed over by this. So that could be something that could really help further her character. Um, I just don't want to see her be like, all right, now I'm gone. You know who I'd like to see her with? Marcus. Yeah. That would be pretty great. <laughs> I can see those great. two having tons of fun together. Um, you know, yeah. And I can see Jonah kind of being jealous, like, him? Marcus? Yeah, really. A Marcus like, Kelly, Jonah, Amy double date. How about that? I, writers, producers, I want to see Marcus and Kelly on a date next season. Look, Marcus is a fairly good-looking dude. He's, he's weird. He's dorky. He's inappropriate. He's uh, stalkerish. Um, I get that, but he's, he's a fairly attractive young, young man. I can confident saying that. I can see why people would like him. Give him a shot. Yeah, he cleans up well when he's not in his... As long, uh, when, as long as he's not trying to sell his boo cheese. Yeah, or trying to make some more from, from the girl, then, you know, you're good to go. Stealing more breast milk from, from... Amy, when Amy's, or Dina... Oh so, I, I mean, I was thinking of him stealing it from the food courts at the mall. But, oh, my God. If they continue with this for next season. They have to watch out where they put that. Yes. <laughs> yes, because, okay, so um, at least I, I'm sure every corporate policy has one. Um, most companies do have to allow uh, mothers to pump. You know, they have to give them time to pump after they give birth. So um, I've had to deal with it before. I, I didn't know. Like, I, I had one of my, my associates who kind of disappeared for, like, 30 minutes, and I was just like, where the hell is this girl? Like, where is she at? And like, nobody had, like, nobody had told me where she was. Like, all they do was, somebody do was tell me what she was doing. And I, one, I was just like, okay, like, it is what it is. But, so I was like, what, you know, I had to pull her aside, and it was like, what, where, where were you? I was looking for you for, like, 30 minutes. Oh, I had to go take care of something. What, what were you taking care of that was so important? Like, she didn't want to tell me at first, and I can kind of understand that. So, like, I had to go pump. Oh, you know what? All you had to do was say that, and I would have let you go. And then I just felt very awkward and right. um, really weird. But, like, and then after that, it just became normal. Hey, uh, I got to go pump. All right, go take care of what you got to take care of. I'll watch the floor while you're on. Very simple. Um, I don't know why I brought that whole thing up, but... <laughs> what, uh, I, I actually I do. I brought it up because yes, depending where the timeline moves with those two afterwards and what happens. So yes, they're, at some point they are going to have to give them time to continue to pump um, afterwards. 
so, you know, I don't know what they do with it. They put it in the bag, the fridge, whatever. Is Marcus still going to steal this to make more boob cheese? Like, what is he going to... He could. Is, is, is boob cheese going to be a thing going forward next season? Or, or will he approach them as, uh, you know, becoming a part of the company? Partners. Right, yeah. I give you this much. Sell, sell them like a 10, 20% stake <laughs> in the company for their... Oh, my gosh. They can do so many things. Yeah. Um, technically, they would be part owners. They are helping to make the... They're helping make the company what it is. Um, wow. wow. Watch Boob Cheese just blow up over the next couple. <laughs> That'd be uh, so ridiculous. So. All right, let's talk some. Th- uh, yes. You, okay, so one thing. Last time we saw the camera, the camera was outside in a plant in, in the main part of the store. Right. Then the camera's in the photo lab. So that's where I'm wondering. So it's still, I, it's still hidden away, right? I have two. I have two theories on that, and one of them just came to me. One, um, I think he had hooked it up initially where it was on the floor. And remember, Amy was bringing a bunch of stuff in the photo lab at the end of the episode, like after the meeting was over, after their town hall meeting uh. was over. So it could be, it could have been from that. Um, like they wheeled it in. Well, no, remember her her and Jonah were bringing, like, the signs in. Like, that's how their whole thing started, where they were talking about, you know, everything. They were bringing all the little banners and stuff that they had, and they were basically cleaning up after the town hall meeting. So it could be, A, that was the only one, and he had it there, and then it just so happened to kick on because they photo labs probably their storage area. So, B, my initial thought was Garrett made several um in case they did try to cut it so they could still get it. Hmm. My theory along with that is when he said, hey, look what's on camera, it hit him that he had several cameras in various places. So I'm sure at some point after that meeting, Jeff and Lori and the CEO went to go have a talk before the rat bastard put his suit back on. He may. My theory is he may have caught them having that conversation about what they did and how they have to keep that private. And that may have been recorded. And that could, like, they might be able to blackmail him and get Merle her job back. I know that's long and drawn out. I know the possibility of that one is pretty minimal. But that was the first thing that they, my head went to was there was another camera somewhere and he realized that they, they ushered everything, everybody away and Jeff and them had their talk. And then he now has, like, he has that, um, on video, and they can use that. Okay. I see yeah. you guys are not really buying that one from the the that silence one, no. there. Uh, but I'm I, I'm thinking it's probably the simplest explanation of like you mm-hmm. said they probably just brought it in. I didn't think about that. Um, I because I didn't know if maybe Sony put it there expecting uh something. A hookup in the photo lab. Right. Uh, but. Uh, also, I feel like they 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 got some work to do on Jeff for next year because he was likable up until last night. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, this is a guy who quit his job to be with Mateo after Mateo told him that he was undocumented, so, and he just turns that right around into getting a promotion in Chicago. In Chicago, so we don't know what's going to go on with Mateo and and Jeff. 
And he's claiming to say, hey, now you guys have a guy on the inside, but you know he's not going to do anything. The inside top. Right, the inside top. Um, that's my other theory, is that I... I like I said, I, 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 as much as I may have disliked Mateo, I think he showed a lot of character in that episode by turning away from Jeff um, and really being disgusted with him by what he did. I see them breaking up over this. And then I mm. see Mateo being scared because Jeff knows he is undocumented. Oh. And I could see that playing a big part next season. And like we had talked about before, maybe now Mateo has to get married or like he has to find a way to citizenship or to be documented. But I could see I could see Jeff turning into an evil more evil character. Because like you said, he was somewhat likable, maybe goofy and dorky, but he wasn't like an evil boss. Um, right. Up until Not, he yeah. did that. Until, yeah, until now. But now the fact that he knows everybody's kind of disgusted with him, um, I can see him maybe him turning to the dark side. Plus maybe he wants a Subaru back. So, you know, he's got to, he's got to keep that job. He can't go back to the ride shit again. Um, not with, not with his half a star rating that he's going to have. <laughs> so, and where go ahead DJ no no no. go ahead Jordan I was just going to say where do we go from <clears throat> here next year with Jonah and Amy one are they going to be actually dating was this a one time thing two uh, how how do they not get fired for for having relations in a photo lab that's caught on evidence now streamed worldwide that's my thing <laughs> So that's a so, good question that I had not thought of. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think they do have to continue. I think that I think this is the start of their relationship. Um, I, I think they are going to go forward. Once again, I think somehow they're going to the, the, remember. They still had the printed out email. They still had Lori's phone. Mm-hmm. So even if they do, I think they could threaten to possibly release that information. Which were now open Cloud Nine up to a huge lawsuit because remember they said there were like anybody over the over a certain age, 70, yeah. and if you have that many stores nationwide, you're gonna have a lot of those people. Yeah. Um. So I, I think maybe it could be. Remember how what was it season two after they did the walkout? Initially, they didn't have a job at first, and then they by the end of the first episode, I think they got their job. First second episode, they they continued on. They got their job back. Hooray! Um, I could I could see maybe yeah you're right they have to be disciplined they have to be fired, but then they have a meeting or something and the, they do they have the email printed out for Lori we know that because we saw it. Um, hopefully they printed out those those uh, pictures from the uh, the Jane Austen conference as well. Um, yeah, but I I don't know like that that's a very good question. What do they do with them yeah. there? Guys, Justin Justin Spitzer said in an interview that the hookup was after not cloud nine hours. So that's something to keep in mind. I don't think that, that would help him a little bit. All, yeah. But yeah, you're no. still on. You're still technically employees on company property, like. And it's streamed worldwide, where everybody's seeing it. That's. And yeah. And like that, so Dina, now you know it's going to end yeah, up. Dina and Garrett had sex there, right? But um, there was no no proof unless if the security camera grabbed it. But 
she could have erased it. She knows how to work those. So it's it's who knows. Yeah, definitely different. I've so a, not only that we got. I'm sorry. One second before you no, get go. Ahead. Not only that we have all those people all over the world who remember had their phones out who took video footage of it. So now it's going to end up on like you porn and everything else of associates hooking up in the cloud nine photo lab. And, and so now everyone's going to be able, literally worldwide is going to be able to see this, not just the this cloud. Nine bigger scandal than the like rest. that's going to end. Exactly. Wow. Go ahead, DJ. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, okay. Just really quick. Just really quick thought. One, one way they could go is they could lean into it and, um, Make Jonah and Amy kind of the face of, like, I don't know, go that route. But anyways, I have a quote, uh, I have an interview question from TV Line to Justin Spitzer about the Jonah and Amy and how they're going to connect that with next season. So TV Line asks, why was now the right time to bring Jonah and Amy together? And Justin says, it's not certain that they're together they have sex, and we may start next season with them together, or deciding that they've made a mistake and jumped the gun a little bit. I think we have options. So that's, see, that's his thoughts. See, I could see Amy thinking they jumped the gun and be embarrassed because it was streamed live and everybody saw it. So I could see her kind of pulling away from it more because and because they were literally exposed on on. T- on TV. Um, so I could see maybe her kind of pulling back some, being embarrassed that this was streamed. To every Cloud9 story, you have the people sharing it on, probably like, you know, like like Casey said, becomes viral, them videoing it off of the screen. But at the same time, like, at the same time, her entire... Her entire, like, life has been played out in front of Cloud9, like, with the whole Tate thing. Like, mm-hmm. remember how many, like, she, she really has no privacy in the story because everything she does somehow gets exposed to at least everybody in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Like, remember there was, you know, Tate and the bearded guy and Marcus and everybody who confronted her. Right. Um, I just think this is, like, since it's worldwide, like, her parents could have heard about it. That could be embarrassing. Uh, Adam... Could have heard about it. Who's going to be the father of her baby? <laughs> Emma. Emma. You know, like stuff like that could be just a motive behind it. Not saying it will happen. Just saying that she might be embarrassed. Um, maybe pull back. So there's one fairly popular rumor on the subreddit right now. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I think I know what you're so, talking about. Yeah. Okay, so we know, once again, America Ferrara is expecting very mm-hmm. soon. She's pregnant in real life. So they wrote. that's how they wrote her character into being pregnant. Um. Uh, like I said, she's pregnant right now. They had, they wrote it in. They kind of had to because, especially in these last couple episodes, you can really tell like it's really shown, which is great. Um, there's the the everyone like there's a popular rumor that there's a possibility that she had a false positive from the older snacks. I think it had. I can't remember what show it happened right. in. There was yeah. oh a cl- um um Parks and Rec. Like, there was something weird with those old snacks or something that, that uh, I think Amy Poehler's character had eaten. Um, but anyway, um, that maybe it was a false positive. And remember, Jonah had the line of, well, do I need a... And Amy cuts him off and says, no, I'm pregnant already. And then there's the... Po- like, people are saying that 
there's a possibility that she had a false positive. Uh, maybe it just was weight gain, and then now she's going to end up pregnant for real by Can I poke a hole in that theory? I, I don't see that being possible. I don't, I'm not poke a away. subscriber to that theory. Please poke, poke away. away. I don't like that theory at all. The first test that she had took <clears throat> was the Cloud9 test, and it was a month before she took the four other tests... Four, that would be a month and some after she had ate the bad snacks, right? Because even that was back in, like, February. So, like, it can't last that long in your system to give you a false positive, can it? You would have already digested it and no. got it out of your system. And that's, like, now two months after you've eaten bad snacks cannot give you a false That's That's why I don't subscribe to it. <laughs> I just I, I think that's I think that's I think that would be an example of lazy writing. Plus, once again, by the time they come back and start filming, so I think they're probably I don't know exactly how it works. They might be going through their writing process now, and I think within the next month or two is when they're gonna pick back. I think June or July is when they're gonna. Um, uh, I think that's when they're gonna pick back up to start filming. Um, she like she's not like. She's not going to be pregnant anymore. So now they're either going to have to strap a suit to her to make her uh, right. pregnant again. Like, so I, I, I think that would just be an example of very lazy writing to me. Um, I think at some point they're just going to have to move forward with the fact, okay, she had the baby. And, like, what are they going to do from there? But uh, I, don't, I don't see them going forward with that aspect. That's just me. Once again, I could be wrong. But let's. I think we all agree this finale was just great, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so I got ratings from last week and this week, and then we just have an announcement about uh, what's coming up uh, after that. So aftermath uh, had a .7 rating, 2.85 million viewers. Uh, Town Hall had a .8 rating share with 2.97. Uh, viewers million 2.9 million uh, 2.97 million uh, which is uh, about even with tornado from last season uh, last season okay. had a 0.8 with 2.91 so it had more in millions but about the same rating share and then uh, you know we are going to be starting our rewatch uh, through season one and season yeah. two I'm not sure how many we'll get through before season four begins, but uh, try to do that weekly and stay consistent. Um, you know, and hopefully like a preview show before season four starts where we can hash out more theories as we start to see some maybe casting news or press releases for the uh, season. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to me to see what kind of casting they have as far as uh, what characters they're going to add or... Um, you know, what they're going to do with that and then go from there because then that'll give us a little inkling on what's right. what's gonna what's possibly going to happen. Um, Quick question for you guys. Does Sandra get upgraded to main cast member? I would like... I I'd hope they'll so. make her one. Um, I could see Marcus Like I said, I really... I, I Like I said earlier, between be her and Marcus... Um, the, I think the writers did a fantastic job of, of giving them areas spots to shine this season. 
instead of just like throwaways or like little onesies and twosies here and there, they allow those characters to expand and um, show themselves off. And it, those two actors did a phenomenal job with those roles. Um, and this is, this show is a really good example of an actual ensemble cast, you know, where they have plenty of people and they don't necessarily have to have, um, where some of the people can have bigger parts one episode and maybe, you know, pull back another episode where you don't, it doesn't have to be Jonah and Amy every single episode. They can still be central characters. They can still be the bigger stars of the, the show that episode, but they can give Sandra an episode to, you know, dedicated to shine. They can give Dina an episode kind of shine. They can give Marcus, like, you know, they, they can do more with some of these other characters while still having their bigger stars there as well. And, and this is a great example of that. And I, I'd love to see those two upgraded to, like, full-time cast members and, and their names in the credits because they're they're great i i love those two uh quickly um any any hopes for next season uh my hope is kelly st- remains at the store uh and that um jonah and amy do not think it was a mistake just keep them together then uh if they're gonna already go that far and uh, i hope jeff uh becomes likable again uh, my hope, um, I would like to see Kelly stay on the show, um, and maybe she can take up that mantle of what, uh, Marcus and, uh, Sandra, what's her name had this season, Sandra had this season. Um, I think she can excel in that area. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see some of the other characters a little more if they're not doing anything else. I'd love to see Bo. I'd love to see Tate. Um. You know, even have shout out like have Beardy guy back. I don't know, but um, as far as the rat bastard there, uh, I would I want to see him kind of. I, I think they need a villain. Um, I think he's in the show. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I I I wouldn't mind seeing him be likable again, but I, I would I like the idea of, of them having somebody kind of to fight. I thought Laurie was already that and kind I, of role, but yeah. I think she was starting to get to that role, but I and I can see him and Laurie maybe teaming up in, in certain ways. And I think uh, Laurie plays that role really, really well, um, especially this episode where she put a kibosh on them, um, you know, coming into the thing uh, after they had already started taping and stuff like that, and and uh, the, her list of no no stuff that they could talk about. So I would definitely love to see uh, what happens. Uh, but I, I think they kind of, I think, you know, especially low-level workers like that, um, I think they kind of do need a, a villain, someone to take on, someone to kind of fight against. And, and I can see one of those two filling it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hoping, mainly, I want to see more Cheyenne. And, um, and hopefully... Maybe a Dina Garrett reunion, right? But other than that, <laughs> I you know I would love to see those two again, um, but once again, I'd also love to hear. Uh, I, I want to see. I want to see this other Glenn because I think I think she's hooked up with the other Glenn yeah. too. And maybe that's why she had to send him the. Uh, I think hey, yeah. a pregnant text. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
That was a good. That's some good stuff. Awesome. Well, thank you for an awesome season three, everybody. This has been a fun ride, and um, yeah, as Jordan said, we're gonna keep this going. Join us next week on our rewatch, starting with the pilot. Right. Um. Uh. So you know, keep up with us on Twitter, Instagram. At TBR Podcast, Facebook.com backslash Breakroom Superstore. Any questions or emails at TheBreakroomSS at gmail.com. Uh, we love talking with you guys. And, um, yeah, have a, have a great day. Thank you for shopping at your Cloud9 Supercenter. Music provided by bensound.com.